The morning prayer can be found in the prayer for Ascension Tide on, on the chat bar. Seeing that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace and help in time of need. O Lord, open thou our lips. You're muted, Barb. Thank you. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name. The Lord hath manifested his glory. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia, Christ the Lord ascended into heaven. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together, Benite Exultamus. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 92 is on page 455. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most Highest. To tell of thy loving kindness early in the morning, and of thy truth in the night season. Upon an instrument of ten strings, and upon the lute, upon a loud instrument, and upon the harp. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy works, and I will rejoice in giving praise for the operations of thy hands. O Lord, how glorious are thy works! Thy thoughts are very deep. An unwise man doth not well consider this, and a fool doth not understand it. When the ungodly are green as the grass, and when all the workers of wickedness do flourish, then shall they be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art the most high for evermore. For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, lo, thine enemies shall perish, and all the workers of wickedness shall be destroyed. But my horn shall be exalted like the horn of an unicorn, for I am anointed with fresh oil. Mine eye also shall see the, his lust of mine enemies, and mine ear shall hear his desire of the wicked that arise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, and shall spread abroad like a cedar in Lebanon. Such as are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of the house of our God. 
They also shall bring forth more fruit in their age, and shall be fat and well-liking. That they may show how true the Lord my strength is, and that there is no unrighteousness in him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. Here beginneth the 18th verse of the 7th chapter of the 2nd book of Samuel. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house that you have brought me this far? And yet this was a small thing in your sight, O Lord God, and you have also spoken of your servant's house for a great while to come. Is this the manner of a man, O Lord God? And what more can David say to you? For you, Lord God, know your servant. For your word's sake, and according to your own heart, you have done all these great things to make your servant know them. Therefore you are great, O Lord God, and there is none like you, nor is there any God beside you according to all that we have heard from with our ears and who is like your people like israel the one nation on the earth whom god went to redeem for himself as a people to make for himself a name and to do for yourself great and awesome deeds for your land before your people whom you redeemed for yourself from egypt the nations and their gods for you have made your people Israel your very own people forever, and you, Lord God, have become their God. Now, O Lord God, the word which you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house, establish it forever and do as you have said. So let your name be magnified forever, saying, The Lord of hosts is the God of, over Israel, and let the house of your servant David be established before you. For you, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, have revealed this to your servant, saying, I will build you a house. Therefore your servant has found it in his heart to pray this prayer to you. And now, O Lord God, you are God, and your words are true, and you have promised this goodness to your servant. Now, therefore, let it please you to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue before you forever. For you, O Lord God, have spoken it, and your blessing let the house, and with your blessing let the house of your servant be blessed forever. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Te Diem Ladamus. We praise Thee, O God, we acknowledge Thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship Thee, the Father everlasting. To Thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To Thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of Thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise Thee, the goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee, the noble army of martyrs praise thee, the holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, 
also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 15th verse of the 11th chapter of the book of Revelation. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was and who is to come. Because you have taken your great power and reigned, the nations were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that you should reward your servants to the prophets and the saints, and those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. Then the temple of God was opened in heaven, and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. There And there were lightnings, noises, thunderings, an earthquake, and great hail. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Dignices, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the King of glory, who hast exalted thine only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph unto thy kingdom in heaven, we beseech thee, leave us not comfortless, but send us, send to us thine Holy Ghost to comfort us, and exalt us unto the same place whither our Savior Christ is gone before, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the same Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that like as we do believe thy only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to have ascended into the heavens, so we may also in our heart and mind thither ascend, and with him continually dwell, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our um, Samuel lesson, uh, the, the larger context of this chapter is that David um, had um, gone to God in prayer and said, I'm, I, I want to build you, now that you've settled in the land, in the conquest, I want to build, I want to build a temple, I want to build you a house. And uh, initially, Nathan, the prophet said, that sounds good, you know, go do it. But then God told Nathan, no, go tell David that uh, he won't build me a house, I'll build him a house. And so he, he told David that it wasn't his will that he build the temple, his son would build it, Solomon built the temple, but that he would uh, establish David's house, his throne, and, and his descendant would, would rule. And so what we have today is David hearing that response, praises God, and, um, you know, for the, for the promise of a descendant. But what's remarkable in that, it, it's easily lost, is that David went to God in a prayer and um, had something in mind that he wanted, and God said, no, I'm going to do this instead. And David embraced that change uh, and, and praised God for it. And a lot of times we come to God in prayer with that same kind of thing. We have an idea of what, you know, what we're going to do for God. And it's good, you know. I mean, what can be wrong with David wanting to build the temple, you know, and doing all these things? And and a lot of times God will tell us, no, what you have in mind isn't what I have in mind. I have something else that will be better, and that's trusting in the goodness of God. And so David is a model of how we can 
have the answer from God that really is is trying to get us to look in a larger way of what God is doing and embrace it with with joy and not just be angry because God didn't give me what what I wanted. I think this one of the key one of the key passages that show us why David is quote the man after God's own heart is that he there's a lot about the way he interacts with God that shows his openness and his faith. And of course, the revelation lesson today shows the fulfillment of the prophecy to David, I'll build you a house and I'll establish his throne and his kingdom. And so in Revelation, we have the symbolic uh, implications of the ascension. The ascension, when all of the work of redemption has been accomplished on through the incarnation, Jesus' life on earth, and he returns to the Father and sets up his throne, that's where the kingdom is established. And now Jesus reigns over the world from his throne in heaven. And this is something that gets people confused because it's it's a tension and a paradox that Jesus rules over the world from his throne, and yet the world in many ways doesn't look like it's quite under his dominion yet. And so, um, but this is this is a, a perspective that we we can call an inaugurated eschatology that Jesus. Um, reigns over the world, that it, over his kingdom. We are in his kingdom now through the spirit. We reign with him. We live in Christ. And yet we don't fully, we're not fully there yet. But, and, and in this passage from Revelation, he talks about judging those who, who, who destroy it. It says the earth that could just as well be translated as the land. And, you know, my perspective is that a, a, a significant focus of Revelation is the judgment that came on first century Jerusalem because of its rejection of Christ, as Jesus himself prophesied um, in Luke, where he said uh, the days will come upon you when your enemies will surround you and uh, build, build an embankment and close you on every side and level you to the ground because you didn't know the time of your visitation. The revelation, at least in a significant way, at a significant level, talks about the judgment that comes. So Jesus is now enthroned, and now his judgments come down from his throne, and they come in history. And the judgment on Jerusalem in AD 70, that was the year the temple was destroyed, simply is it shows the way that throughout history, Jesus judges from his throne. And it shows that the key is, is the long-term implications of Jesus lordship which is that and this is the thing that is the cause for the attitude of joy and peace in the christian life in the midst of suffering and that is that we we have eternal life we now live in christ he reigns on his throne nothing as romans 8 says can separate us from that neither death nor tribulation you know principalities power we are in this reality and therefore we can endure what appears to be a short-term negative judgment because we have the eternal victory. That's what accounts for the joy we see in the early church and in the first chapters of Acts. And that's why in our own prayer, we should learn to be like David, you know, where we pray and we don't get one thing. Okay, what does this mean? We open our, God is opening our eyes up to the larger eternal reality and what he has for us is better. And that's the essence of faith to trust in the goodness of God and to let his will unfold in our lives and to realize that we are in his kingdom now and we're reigning with him now through our prayer. And it requires that, that, as that verse in the Psalm said, that 
though the workers of wickedness do flourish, they shall perish forever, that every temporal victory of the opponents of God is is temporal. It's going away. The victory has been won by Christ, and that will play itself out. And that's why we hold on to prayer and faith and faithfulness and joy and peace as we live in his kingdom waiting for its consummation. So a couple thoughts about today's lessons. Form of intercession on page 10. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, and let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfailingly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to pray with you this morning. Thank you, Barb and Ed. Thank you, Bishop, for another great message. Have a great Tuesday. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Have a good Tuesday.